How do you keep people's attention? That is literally one of the questions that is always on my mind. And I experiment a ton because I just don't want to believe that the numbers and that my assumptions are right. Uh, you have to keep testing to make sure that you are resonating with your audience. You are resonating with the people who consume and engage with your content, which is why I had Todd Hartley, the CEO of Wirebuzz on to talk about attention. And he's going to tell you that if we had short attention spans, Netflix would never make sense. Of course we have long attention spans, it just matters how you can create a binge-worthy buying experience through video. So listen to Todd and he just really brings it. I think it was a fascinating interview. And as always, I learned a lot, which means you have plenty to take away from this as well. And don't forget that this episode is sponsored by Rich Cardona Media, where we film, edit, and distribute content for your small business or for your personal brand, specifically on LinkedIn, where the reach is ridiculous. We're here. If you need us, email me at rich at richcardonamedia.com or Eliza, E-L-I-Z-A, at richcardonamedia.com. Let's get started. All right, so Todd, uh, very pumped up, and I want to get right into it. We right before uh, we were we were, were warming up, and I'm like, let's talk about attention. And you and I definitely have some thoughts, and you have uh, some thoughts that are a little bit deeper on the fact of attention uh, more than I. And you mentioned something very important about how people discuss attention or define it. And let's just get right into it. Uh, yep. What What do you mean by that? All right, so I was. I, I was one of those kids in the um, late 70s and 80s that was struggling with attention disorders when it wasn't really diagnosed as anything. Um, and I think the way I hear marketers talk about attention, by the way, I've been able to mastermind and, uh, and figure out how to stay within the flow of life's conversations. And that's something that, that I really struggled with for a long time. But when marketers are talking about attention, what they're mistaking is they think people don't have the ability to pay attention. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case at all. So um, I, what I've discovered is people don't have attention disorders. They have an overabundance of competing options in our culture. So uh, I go to the University of Arizona. That's where I um, went to went to college. That's where I got help with my attention disorders. I am an alum of the Salt Center at the U University of Arizona, which is the nation's leading academic support program for students with attention disorders. And now I'm on the board and I go and teach a weekend workshop every semester for students. And what I've discovered, and check this out, Rich, <laughs> if I say to a student with attention disorders, um, so like, what's your jam? Like, what do you do? Like when, when you're by yourself, what are you occupying your time with? Do you like <laughs> Minecraft? Do you play guitar? Like, what is it? And once they tell me what it is, my next question is, well, how long can you spend doing that? Yeah. And then they're, they're like, oh, I could do that all day. And I yes. go, well, really? You could sit there all day. Do you even forget sometimes to drink water? Oh, of course. So what they're demonstrating, and this is where I twist it on them. As an opportunity for them to have their aha moment. What they're demonstrating is they don't have attention disorders like marketers think. They have an overabundance of options and they're choosing the one that they care about the most. Mm -hmm. So for marketers, instead of thinking that your content needs to be short, like, well, that video should only be like 15 seconds or 30 seconds max because my, my target customers don't have the attention for it. Instead, you have to be hyper-relevant 
make it personal for that person, hold their attention by being a great marketer and being compelling. And when you've done that, people will go all the way through your message. And so we have to get better as marketers of telling really powerful stories because people will choose something else that's going to hold their attention better. I, I love that. I'm actually one of those people who's like, keep it short, keep it short. Like, especially if you don't have a presence yet, I don't think people are going to want and want to watch your two to three minute, whatever it is you have to do if you're a business, which brings me to this point. We are in a time obviously that has required many, many businesses to go, holy shit, uh, we need to move this thing online or we need to make this remote. And you and I both know that means there was an absolute surge on the content creation side, any major platform, here come the videos, here come the everything that we haven't been doing. How in this time can you compete when now everyone's come out of the woodworks to try and capture attention to save and salvage their businesses? You know, the first word that comes to mind is easy. And I know that sounds weird because, uh, you know, I, I, for a lot of people, it's difficult, but the way you do it is, and I'm going to, I think of Netflix. Mm-hmm. There's a lot we can learn from studying Netflix that people, Netflix is a friggin' phenomenon, guys. There's 158 million Americans that watch Netflix and 70% of them admit to binge watching Netflix. If we have short attention spans, Netflix doesn't make sense. It's not possible. So what is it that makes Netflix so possible? It's three things. The first one is all of the content. The reason you have your own channel that's customized for you and your in-laws that are poaching in on your account, they use a different one inside of your account, different channel. The reason is, is because Netflix is going to provide you videos that are personalized and relevant. That's the first thing, marketers. The second thing is it has to be on demand, meaning available when you're ready, not when the salesperson is ready. It's when the prospect is ready. And the third thing, it has to be binge worthy, personalized and relevant to grab their attention and reel them in on demand. So it happens at their time, binge worthy. So when they watch the first one, you're already pulling them in to the full season or the full series of videos they need in order to have massive clarity inside of their head so they want to become a buyer. And you can do that if you lay that out at the beginning. You have Mm -hmm. to lay out a smart strategy, and at the end of video one, you're like, let's say video one's an overview video. Once you start to get to the end of that video, then you start teasing the testimonial that's coming up in video two, and you tease it, cliffhanger it like Netflix, and people want to see the rest of that video that you just started on. And by the time they are done watching the end of video two, you start teasing them into the third one. And before you know it, just like my stepmom, when she saw House of Cards for the first time at two in the morning, I could hear her down the hall screaming, one more, one more. You want your prospects saying that every time they're watching your videos. (laughs) I love that. So let me play a little devil's advocate on, on some of the platforms, which are more like newsfeed platforms. Like LinkedIn, like LinkedIn specifically, right? You can't necessarily binge on LinkedIn, but I can go to your YouTube channel or whoever's YouTube channel and be like, wow, yes. this is great content. I can binge this. Or um, I just talked to someone from the video production team uh, for Spartan Up for Joe DeSena's podcast. And I'm like, wow, like some of this is very binge worthy. Um, what do Joe's you- great, by the way. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, he, he will be on the show one day as well, I hope so. But what about those other platforms um, where maybe you don't have the budget, you're going to have to do phone related things and just informational video and content machine going? What do you do on those newsfeed platforms that don't necessarily offer you the opportunity of what you're talking about, which is a kind of a binge worthy experience and you just sure. got to show up every so- day? You can always do this thing where you're like, and if you want more in the comment section below, I'm going to provide a link where you get the second video. You could always retarget them. If you're running ads, you could retarget them. So these videos start popping up in their life. You could do a variety of different things, or you could take the approach where you're going to create a longer video and you pull them right into video two and video three inside of one video. I mean, The reality is the best marketers question every assumption, especially their own, and they test, look at the results, test, look at the results, and find out what best serves their their prospects, what's going to create the best results. And the beauty is none of us marketers really know the answer and testing is the key. We just have to get out of our own way and try different things and make it work. So like, I'll, I'll tell you, I just did a webinar for Tony Robbins and in the, for, I did an, um, a one hour webinar for his clients on how to use the power of video in this world to sell remotely. And my audience retention from that one hour, they told me this was everybody who started the webinar, 93.6% of the audience stayed for a full hour. This is not about people having a short attention span. This is about most people being really crappy when they get in front of camera. And you've got to make sure you up your game and move things fast so you can keep giving people value forward so they stay around. That is an astronomical number, number one. So that's amazing. Uh, the I was a hundred percent sure it was wrong, but I'm not telling them that. <laughs> well, let's okay. So let's <laughs> let's just assume it's it's on the money. So that's obviously incredible uh, to be invited to to present to that client roster, and it's obviously incredible that you had them for that long. If you are talking about keeping attention but moving fast, how do you? continue to captivate people while at the same time not losing them and overwhelming them to the point where they're just like giving up before they even really start. Yeah. All right. So in, I'll just tell you the strategy for that Tony webinar, because I want you guys not to think of this as a, a webinar. Instead, I just want you to think of it as a longer video than you would normally think of. And what I'm doing is while I'm talking, I pick up my tempo. I probably was if you listen to a podcast and you listen to it and you can change the speed, I wasn't at like, at like the original speed of one. I was at like 1.25. Yep. So I was picked up a little bit faster. And every, every 15, 20 seconds, I was onto a new slide that is teaching. And my job is to provide massive value. If I keep telling them and showing them at the same time, show and tell, and keep tapping on their forehead every single time that they keep going, okay, yeah, right, okay, well, I'm with you, then I can pull them through all of the material. But if I slow down, if I take full deep breaths, and I slow my cadence, people start thinking about other options for their attention, and I need them to get to the end. I love I love that. And it's funny because I've recently, uh, I interviewed a professional storyteller. She's amazing. And and we talked a little bit about the power of the pause. And I'm like, I'm not that guy. Like, you know, and I mean, I know it should be very deliberate, but when you are trying to- Is this Kendra Hall? It is Kendra Hall. 
Oh yeah, I love her. I yes, love her. she's incredible. And I saw uh, that you did that and I've seen I've been as a speaker, I've been at the same event as a speaker for the day when she hit the stage. Yeah. And so I had the opportunity to watch her and she can that girl can tell a story. It's crazy. It's yeah. absolutely unbelievable. So let's talk about um I want to talk about startups. Uh, and, and I want to talk about internally in the business for some of the new business owners out there. There is, there are going to be people who you bring on and obviously you've done this. Uh, and there's going to be people juggling many different roles, so to speak. Um, how do you as a leader in a marketing business, keep their attention to where they're going to want to continue doing that and know that hopefully this scales to the point where I could literally just focus on video editing and not all this other nonsense. Yep. One, you've got to tell stories, right? The stories are the glue that's going to bind your audience's attention into your goal. That story needs to be visual. Meaning you've got to be able to, if you're doing this in, in audio, you've got to be able to let them uh, help those people picture what that end state is like, right? So let me give you an example. Um, March 16th of 2020, this was the last day when the Wirebuzz team was here. Like I got an empty office right now, right? I got a lot of square footage going on and a lot of staff that's at home cranking away. But what my job was on that day was to visually paint the picture of what we were going to do together as a team. And I said, everybody, picture us being in a boat. We're in a boat that's just us. And we're all going to row in the same direction during this quarantine period. And it's our responsibility as members of this team and me as the captain to make sure that everybody knows that we're getting to that end goal destination in this boat together. We're all going to row together. None of us are going to rock this boat and destabilize it. And we are going to be a force in each other's lives that are going to motivate and inspire each other and not distract from the end goal of serving our clients. But we're going to do it from home. Like, and then whenever I talk to the team, I've got to keep reintroducing the theme, mm -hmm. which is the visual of how we're doing this together. And I'm willing to bet that it is exactly like your military experience, where when you were given a goal and a mission, they painted it in your, in your head, the rest of the team got that, and you guys went out and executed a vision. Am I wrong? Absolutely. Especially flying a lot of- I am wrong? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Yeah. No, I mean, that's right on the money. It was- the, the, the prep was almost more intense than just actually doing it because yes. you had to just see exactly what you were going to do and how you were going to react in all these different contingencies. But uh, it's funny, I, I was very much able to visualize exactly what you were saying and, and I was like, oh, I'm bought in, I'm bought in. So, Rich, uh, can we talk about prep for two seconds? Yeah, let's do it. I want to blow your mind on this Tony Robbins thing. Uh, Tony's a client of mine. So, um, but they reached out to me at the beginning of COVID and I had 10 days to pull together a training series for them and film it and then get up and do a webinar and do all this stuff. In that 10 days, my wife tracked how much prep I put into it. You want to take a guess? How many hours do you think in 10 days? And by the way, I think in my life, Tony Robbins is the big stage. Yeah. That is the biggest stage in the world. And yeah. so I did in 10 days, my, my wife is my witness. She tracked it, told me at the end, I did 112 hours and 10 days of prep wow. for one hour on stage. 
crazy, right? Yes. But, but as you know, from military missions, there was nothing that was going to divert me. Everything else that happened were technical issues, but my part was solid. Mm -hmm. So when a technical issue, just like on a mission happened, I could pull out and be able to regain my composure because I already knew everything else cold. So I want to go back to pivoting to remote. Now, I mentioned there's probably a lot of saturation everywhere you look on whatever platform they may be. For those who had the knee-jerk reaction, like this is what I need to do, if and when things start to kind of come back uh, to normal, so to speak, what would you say in terms of why they need to continue on these sustained video efforts in order to capture the attention and keep these customers? Yeah, people do business with people they have relationships with. So you always have to be in the business of developing relationships. And in this world, and it's not going back to pre-COVID. Oh yeah, sure. We're going to go back to offices some days and we're probably going to get to go to sporting events, God willing. And maybe if we're really lucky, we're going to be allowed to go with our girl to happy hour, God willing. But what isn't going to happen is we're not going to have face-to-face meetings all the time. We're not going to jump on airplanes and go to conferences and yuck it up and shake hands. So the power of being engaging remotely is more important than ever, and it will be for the foreseeable future. So I recommend thinking about always being in the business of developing relationships and using your videos to keep yourself top of mind inside of the newsfeed. So like the one thing that people say to me when they see me, they're like, dude, you are blowing up. Like every time I go on LinkedIn, I run into your videos and you're dropping massive knowledge. And, and I know right now, Rich, that you have the same thing going on. When people see you, they're like, you're everywhere. And that is the power of top of mind marketing. And now more than ever, Top of mind marketing is what wins because people, when they're like, who do I know that can provide that service? If you stay top of mind, you'll be getting referrals all day long as people that fall into your your videos see you out there and then they start referring you. And then before you know it, you're busy and the world's beaten down your door. I love that. Yes, uh, I I understand it to be that way, and I absolutely aspire one day to be in uh, shoes like yours and and have that kind of beautiful thing I, like you do at Wirebuzz. Which leads me to I was on the website, uh, yeah. obviously, and it's so fantastic. And I saw a, a line here that talks about building momentum for the binge words, the experience. Beautiful. Talk to me about how you build momentum. So we kind of covered it and now I'm kind of going backwards, but it's okay. How do you build the momentum for that? Because I believe momentum is is so okay. unbelievably strong. Okay, dude, where in California are you? I'm going to build momentum right now with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm in Wilmington, North Carolina. I'm obsessed oh. with, I lived in California. So I, I, that's my way back. <laughs> that's why I okay. have it here. But all right, anyway. cool, cool. Yeah. Um, all right, so I grew up in California and... Um, and so what I'm going to, I'm doing a, uh, what branch of the military were you in? I was Marine Corps and I was at Pendleton. Okay. Right on. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So on your way to San Diego. And um, if I am trying to gain your attention, the way I gain your attention is by something we mentioned earlier, that's personalized and relevant. So in marketing, if I know that you have a 
um, a Camp Pendleton connection, then I know you probably have some of these beach cities of San Diego connection. And if I started talking with you about really quickly about Mission Beach or PB, uh, all of a sudden you're like leaning in, right? You lean in, you're like, Todd, tell me more. I love those places. And this example could be done with anything. It could be done with your sports team, the city you grow up with. It's all about being personalized and relevant. And the sooner I get you at the very beginning to lean in, I'm building momentum for you to fall into a conversation with me. Do you follow? Yeah. So momentum method. The momentum method for us at Wirebuzz is how we speed up the knowledge transfer and move somebody through a customer journey. So when they land on that page, they lean in, they're like, Mission Beach, I love Mission Beach, whatever it is, if it was about tourism, or if it's about uh, about something else, like maybe I'm trying to sell to a breast surgeon for the sake of discussion. If that page is for a breast surgeon and the video is for a breast surgeon, and I call it out at the beginning of the momentum method, that this is for a breast surgeon, you're going to lean in. Okay. So there's five steps to the momentum method. Should I, you mind if I just yes, break them hit down me, real hit quick? Me. Yeah, I'd love right. it. So think about the page that you're going to send traffic to. I recommend you don't send traffic to your homepage because homepages are often where people get ADD. The ADD I, kicks I, in. Instead, so send yeah. them to a page that's hyper relevant to them. So if you are a breast surgeon, just for the sake of discussion, or maybe you're trying to, I'll just take that example. That top of the page has to be hyper relevant to breast surgeons. There's five points. Top of the page, what is valuable and important to that prospect that, that prospect right now? What do they care about today? That's where the page starts. In our conversation about, um, about San Diego, it's what do you care about right now? Oh, I love Mission Beach, right? You lean in. Second point, what is, the real, um, what is the real problem that you solve or desire that you solve as a business? Third point, why are the competitor options inferior? Fourth point, why is your solution the best? And the fifth point is, what are the late stage lingering doubts or hesitations that need to be knocked down? What are the objections that are keeping that person from saying the magic word yes? Now, the reason, let me just structurally explain this. If you've got somebody at the very beginning, what do they care about now? Then you're addressing what is the solution that they're trying to get, followed by what are the competitor options and why are they inferior? And the fourth one is why is yours the best? Most people make the mistake. They shoot themselves in the foot, bang, bang, and they start with the fourth point, which is why is their solution the best? And nobody cares yet because you haven't created the momentum for the care. So you have to realize, start where they, where they are now, what's going on in their head, move them through the logical sequence, address the competitor, and then and only then can you talk about why your solution is the best, followed by the late stage lingering doubts. And when you do that, people, they're checking off boxes in their head that we all do now as we're going through a buyer's journey because we need to do our own research. It's a personal need today from buyers in this remote world. And so if you can provide that information and do it in a succinct and compelling way and make it very interesting, people will go through that momentum method. They'll raise their hand and they'll want to buy from you. And on this desk right here, mm -hmm. for those that are listening to the podcast, I am pointing through my studio glass 
to a white desk where there's a strategy written out on that table where there are five different momentum methods for five different prospects for the same exact product. And each one of those needs to be mapped out in advance before we write anything and before we start creating the videos. Because you have to know what that story is that that prospect is going through, that unique type of person. So that story is personalized and relevant and the content is on demand and then binge worthy. The next question is one that I'm just curious to hear your thoughts on, and it may deviate slightly from attention, but I was reading something today someone posted, and it was that most marketers never engage with the consumer. Um, And and I found that interesting because as a marketer and as a very early startup, like obviously I have to have conversations with the prospects and the clients and all that, and that's fine. But what is your thought on the marketer having involvement or at least being in very close proximity to the salesperson to understand exactly what you're talking about when it gets to the next step? Yeah, you're on, you're on point here and I know where you're headed and I, I'm grateful for it. At Wirebuzz, we're a video marketing agency, but what we really do is we're marketing and sales optimization team. Okay, we use the power of video in that, but when we get hired by a company, the first people we want to talk with is really not the marketing team. The marketing team lacks the massive reps in front of the prospect or the buyer. The people we want to talk with are the best salespeople because the best salespeople have already optimized the path to yes because they're incentivized to figure it out and figure it out quickly or they're going to lose that prospect's attention. And in doing so, you'll discover that the best salespeople run plays like the best military mission has a variety of plays or Tom Brady runs plays based on the defense. And a play is just a replicatable pattern to create a desired outcome. So if you can talk with those salespeople, you can easily figure out, oh, if it's this type of prospect, I'm talking about this information because I already know it's personalized and relevant for them. And that's where their pain or their frustration is. And the marketers, they don't have enough rep experience, repetition experience in front of the buyer. In fact, the marketer The only time the marketer really gets that type of repetition is when they're standing at a conference on carpet and and somebody walks up a prospect every like 20 minutes and wants to chat with them. And then they're starting over. The salespeople have already got that in their system. It's part of their DNA in order to make their commissions. I love that. That uh, lacks the reps. I underlined that about four times. Uh, That makes complete sense. Now, here's a topic I obsess over. And this is literally me on a podcast telling you an issue that I confront. And I'm going to tell you how I deal with it. And I'd love your opinion. When people... When we talk about video and when you're obsessed about video, it's very easy to explain why it can be powerful. It's easy to illustrate. You probably have the social proof, the views, the engagement, the everything. However, one question that always comes up inevitably is what's the ROI? And I say, we do not guarantee ROI. I say, we, can, we will get you visibility. We will get you in front of the right people, but there has to be a backend process. What do you say? And number one, does, is that fair? And number two, how do you quantify that when people ask that? And, and does it mean they're not ready? 
Okay, there's a lot of lot of good questions here. Let me see if I can just kind of take them systematically. Yeah. I really believe that the best marketers are using tools to help track back the ROI. And the only reason I say the best marketers is if you can get to ROI, which ROI is like the harmonic convergence, right? That's where video, where the rubber meets the road in the video marketing space. Because if you can help people, and you may not be able to prove out ROI immediately, and I, and I very much respect where you're going. If you can be part of that ROI essential uh, team, they'll keep you around forever. If you can show them that the videos are demonstrating ROI, they will come to you first so you can lay out the strategy. And so typically what happens is people are like, yeah, you know, I want ROI. And the first thing for marketers is, great, well, let's get you set up with a tool like HubSpot. Because then we can track all these people, the people that see the videos, that go through the videos, we can quantify it. And then we can pull back a number for you if we connect the right video player like Vidyard or Wistia to the a HubSpot tool or a competitor. And they all communicate together and it's easy then. But what ends up happening for a lot of businesses, it's a lot like um, losing weight. You want to lose weight, but you're not willing to stop eating the fries and you don't want to go to the gym. <laughs> And in the video marketing space, if you want ROI, you get yourself a tool like a marketing automation platform and a video player that communicate, and then you can track that all back together. But most companies would rather stay in the world of not knowing because they don't want to pony up. And the first time my company drank our own Kool-Aid and we started using a video player that communicated to the CRM and we got HubSpot. In the first 30 days during our free trial for HubSpot, this is, this is 2015, back in the day, uh, we generated in that first 30-day free trial with HubSpot $350,000 in new revenue. And we would have never been able to do that or know that we had the ability if we weren't tracking it back. And not a single month has gone by since 2015 where my team has had a conversation where the tracking abilities may not be worth it. I am fascinated by that answer. And uh, that's certainly very, very useful. Dude, to your defense, mm -hmm. if they don't want to do that, you're right. You should not be able, you're not able to prove out ROI. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know where you could? This is interesting. LinkedIn just provided lead gen forms. Mm -hmm. um, this is a recent episode of um, Video Marketing Mastery, my podcast. Yep. And, um, and I just talked about it. But in with... With um, LinkedIn's lead gen forms and video ads with video retargeting, you'll be able to quantify the impact of your video marketing without having to get a HubSpot tool. But, but the reality is you'll be able to do it with a lot more grace because you can import instantly the people that are watching those videos and retarget them and send them follow-up emails and all that goodness if you have a marketing automation tool. But Very now we're getting to that point. Yeah, very interesting. So we've done everything on LinkedIn organically, uh, but it's now worth it to, to, to look at that. It, I'm really glad you said that because that leads me to you know, a lot of the other questions I get. We, we try and be very specific on certain platforms and, and be very upfront like, look, I, I'm not a TikTok ad guy. Like We don't like that, whatever it may be. Thank um, you. Yeah, but, <laughs> but what I was going to say was in terms of where 
you believe attention is underpriced. Where do you think people can win if I, like I said, new business owner, yep. I, I need to do something. I don't, I can't, I can't afford wire buzz. Easy. Like, it's crazy. What do I do? Okay. I got a couple things. One, you nailed it. Attention is underpriced right now for organic, meaning non-paid ads on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, the key there is be helpful. Helpful is the new viral. All your content should be helpful for your target audience and then tell them where to go the next if they need more of your help. Facebook is not a good platform right now for organic reach. In fact, Facebook wants you to buy ads. So the organic reach is down to like next to nobody except your parents. And so, and they're not buying from you. They want everything for free. So, you know, I think podcast is a good place for uh, free reach, but you also have to market it and you got to hustle it and put it out on a tool like LinkedIn. I'm not a very big fan on Twitter, though I know that a lot of people are. It's, it tends to be a very crowded marketplace. I want to be in a place like how I met my wife. I met my wife going to a yoga class. It was 95% women in walk the instructor. Boom. That's my wife. And that was my first yoga class I ever went to. And if you want to be a great marketer, be in a place where you are one of the few marketers on LinkedIn, get into a group where your target audience is not your all your competitors, chat it up, add value, right? Move people somewhere where they can get more of you. And then the other thing I would highly recommend, and everybody can do this free. Um, By the way, there are four zones for rocking videos influence for your business. And this is the third zone. The third zone is about personalized use of video. It is anytime you have a conversation with somebody, You could be in a chance encounter where you're walking in your building and you run into somebody and they're like, yeah, you know, I need somebody who does blah, blah, blah. And you're that person. You should follow up with them. Grab your phone. This thing's free. It's got a great camera. Use what you got. Record. Hey, Jerry, it was great talking with you 10 minutes ago. I know you asked the question about X, Y, and Z. I want to break that down for you because once you understand that, achieving your goals are easy. Boom. Send it off to Jerry right? That's free. Then anytime you meet with Jerry along the way, anytime there's a red flag, like let's say Jerry's boss isn't there, Karen, and you want to make sure you bring, you're not going to get the yes from Jerry if you don't bring Karen up to speed. So make sure you create a video. Boom. Put yourself on camera. Get into Zoom, record it, put your slides up, teach Karen what she missed out on in the meeting, and now nudge her along so she stays up to speed with Jerry. And then when you submit in your proposal, don't submit in a PDF. That is a low success tactic. Instead, put your beautiful mug on camera. Put your PDF right here. Smile so Karen can see that all your digits are going, (laughs) all your chiclets are going in the right direction and you seem halfway normal. And then teach them with the right level of excitement and certainty and clarity why your solution, your proposal is perfect for them. And you will get so many more yeses than the Schmendrick who's just sending off the PDF, wiping their hands and saying, 
Well, I'll move on to the next one. Now. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, right? fingers <laughs> exactly. Crossed. Yeah. I love that. I, I, I especially just using your phone. Um, and this is so unrelated, but it was my marketing mind that allowed me to do it. Um, I have an old uh, tribal that I'm like, this needs to get covered up. So I've been getting laser on it. Now it's ready to go. So uh, a friend gave me a referral and I'm like, I need to cover up. They're like, can you talk to me about what it Are is? Are you trying to do something more modern? Like maybe uh, get barbed wire? You can do the barbed wire thing? <laughs> no, I'm going to do, it's <laughs> called trash. Kidding. Yeah. Trash <laughs> polka is the style I'm going for. Uh, cool. But, uh, but, I sent them a video and, and just like I stood up and I went all the angles. They're like, no one's ever done that before. People send yes. pictures and it's so incredibly difficult. I'm going to ask everyone to do exactly what you just did from now on. And I'm like, by the way, I could do something for your studio here. Like, why don't we work something out? But anyway, same concept. Um, yes. You can make it hyper personal and that is a much, much better experience. So I could, I could not thank you enough for bringing up that point. And my last question is this. You have been on fire for 37 minutes now. <laughs> You've dropped a ton of knowledge. Uh, it seems like you're well accomplished. You are literally doing bicep curls with an award in your, on your about me page on the, on the, on the website. That's my gift. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you want to do next? I want to rock. Um, I look, I'm, I really love serving. Uh, the reason I drop mad knowledge bombs and add is I just want to add value. And there's a lot of people that want to hold back their cards. I just want to serve. Like for so many years, I have struggled miserably with, with uh, attention disorders and a variety of stubbornness and other things. But the, what's allowed me to break through are people who have served me. And, uh, you know, I've gotten mine. I've done well. I'm grateful. I'm happy to give back. And that's my, the most fun I get to have. I had a, I had somebody recently who watched, who was in the Tony audience for the webinar. Four days later, they posted a video saying they followed my tactics. And within four days, they were closing new revenue using it. People don't realize how easy this stuff is. And for me, that is all the reward. Like I'm super jacked about that. I love that. So where can people find you? Where can they listen to you? All the good stuff. Where can we go? Yep. I have a uh, Toddcast video marketing mastery. We are recording episode 248 today. <laughs> and so we're, you know, we're plugging along, but we're teaching you how to use the power of video in your business. And also on LinkedIn on a roughly a daily basis, I, I like to stay top of mind. I drop a knowledge bomb there in a video, develop relationships, answer questions. And then if you want to learn how to use the power of video in this world now to sell your products or services faster, I've got 20 minutes of free learning on my company website, WireBuzz, that's available to everybody rich in your audience. And they could get access to it by going to wirebuzz.com forward slash remote dash sales. And, um, and that's a great place to get started helping your company compete in this new world. And most of the strategies I'm teaching there are things you can do for free. I appreciate that very much. Thank you for all of your insight and the energy. Uh, that's, that's always difficult sometimes on the podcast. And uh, there was no signs of slowing down except me having a time limit. So, that, <laughs> so well, you but, were by the way, for anybody listening, 
Let that just be a reminder. If you want to hold attention, make sure you arrive with the right level of energy and verbal clarity as you go through it, right? And amazing things will happen. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So, So thank you and nothing but the best for you. And we'll talk soon. All right, buddy. The best marketer questions every assumption. That is one of the many quotes I have written down after that podcast with Todd Hartley, CEO of Wirebuzz. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you took anything away from it, as you know, I'd love to make the reach for this thing get further, faster by rates and reviews, whether that's on Spotify, Apple, wherever it may be. So thank you all so much, and we will see you next week. 